Hey there, I'm Victoria, a certified Christian life coach, author, motivational speaker, and university educator, and I am obsessed with helping you navigate through life's ups and downs so that you can live day by day in God's peace despite the many external demands on your time and energy. The Choose to Think Inspirational podcast is about the delicate dance between God transforming you from the inside out and your personal responsibility for change, maturity, and refinement as a Christ follower. On the show, I'll help you connect the between your faith and your life in practical, meaningful ways while giving God room to do what only He can do and so that you can shine your light for Christ and be better equipped to serve your family and help others around you. You can change every area of your life one thought at a time. Welcome back to the Choose to Think Inspirational Podcast Brain Changer. Let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome back to the Choose to Think Inspirational podcast. Have you been enjoying these Magnificent Mondays series episodes as we unpack common cognitive distortions? Boy, I have. I have seen myself in episode one, all or nothing thinking, as I catch myself saying things like, geesh, I ate two cookies. My health initiative is blown. Might as well eat the whole bag of them. Hmm. I saw myself in episode two, overgeneralization, where I can go from one hard, negative, or difficult event, like I lost my car keys, and make unhealthy, generalized conclusions about myself. I'm always so unorganized. Nothing goes right for me. Do you ever do that? Well, in episode three, mental filtering, I recognize that if I'm not careful, I get consumed by something negative despite overwhelmingly positive things that go with it, and I magnify the negative. For example, my friend doesn't say hi to me at church, and my mind goes on a rabbit trail on why she ignored me. My whole day is ruined because of this one action, despite the gazillion times she has hugged me and waved at me smiling at church. I filter out the good and see only the one bad event. Big, huge sigh. (laughs) Well, the good news is that although all of us are prone to faulty thinking from time to time, there are practical action items we can do in the meantime to keep our sensitivity radar on high alert for thoughts that don't line up with reality or thoughts that take us to deep and dark places that are really unhealthy for us and others. You know, why are you motivated to change? Well, you're motivated to keep a close watch on your thoughts because you desire emotional health. Even the Bible encourages you to take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. That's 2 Corinthians 10.5. And the Bible admonishes you to be transformed through the renewing of your mind. Romans 12.2. Scientifically, we might parallel the renewing of your mind to rewiring of your brain. And that's where it gets so exciting. Remember, your thoughts create emotions. Your emotions create behavior and actions. Get stuck in certain negative thought patterns and cognitive distortions, and you'll get stuck in emotions that make you spiral downward, which in turn begin to impact your physical health and your well-being and your actions. But no worries. That's why I'm here. The Choose to Think Ministries and Podcast, plus the Choose to Think Devotional and Journal, are all at your fingertips and were essentially birthed out of a dark time in my life when a dear mentor challenged me to learn what it means to take my thoughts captive. And this is all the good news and the great counsel that I share with you weekly to help you live your best thought life. Why? So that your life is manageable, emotionally stable, and full of joy. Yep, 
that's what happens. So thank you for pressing play on this episode about our fourth common cognitive distortion called discounting the positive. That's discounting the positive. Now, this type of faulty thinking is very similar to mental filtering that we had last week, except instead of ignoring all the positives that flow right on through your mental filter, you are more adamant in absolutely rejecting all these positive and good things. By the way, What's the danger from discounting the positive from this type of faulty thinking or cognitive distortion? Well, it might make you feel like even though you've worked hard, it just wasn't good enough. You may feel inadequate and even less than. You may think, well, anyone could have done that. You may even feel unrewarded, despite the fact that you may have earned great recognition for what you did. Discounting the positive zaps the joy right out of your life. It's like a big sucker punch to the gut. You may find yourself self-sabotaging because, quote, success seems way too scary for you. Discounting the positive causes anxiety and stress in your life. Lots of cortisol running through you then and can destroy your self-esteem and even your God-esteem. Okay, so here's an example of discounting the positive. Let's get to the nitty gritty here. Let's say that you want to learn how to play pickleball. And for weeks, you and a friend go to the park to practice drills and better understand the game. You invest countless hours watching YouTube videos to help you improve your game. You join a beginner's league to help you compete in non-threatening and fun ways. For two months, you even hire a coach to help you develop better strokes and dinking skills. Finally, you and your partner sign up for your first tournament and you win the bronze. All your playmates back in the league bombard you with congratulations and attaboys. And then you reply with, uh, mm, you know, it was just luck or gosh, it really was a fluke or I just got lucky that day or it was really all my partner. He won for us. It certainly wasn't me. You see what's happening here? You totally discount and reject all the positive and hard work you did attempting to learn a new sport. Matter of fact, it doesn't even occur to you that there's a direct correlation in your effort to learn to play pickleball and the end result. You've forgotten that there's fruit to your labor and this fruit you can enjoy. So how do you know if you're kind of prone to this particular cognitive distortion of discounting the positive? How do you know if it's kind of a habit in your thought life? And then what's the remedy if you do engage in this type of faulty thinking? Well, first, how do you know? Okay, let's do a bit of soul searching. All you have to do is follow this two-step exercise to probe a bit deeper into whether you have a tendency to discount the positive in your life. Step one. Now, I want you to use your imagination here. Think back, reflect a little. Think of a project that you've completed in the past. It can be small or large scale. The project might be at work or at home. It could be a new personal goal that you've set for yourself or an area of self-improvement. It might be an investment of time and energy where you got a good deal of sweat equity in the game. So here are a few examples that you might think to or that might come to mind. Perhaps you made it through the day without yelling at your kids. Have you ever attempted to do that or tried to do that? 
that some kind of interpersonal relationship go? Or what about this? You took a long break from social media. That was your project, your goal, what you wanted to do. You finally lost that extra weight you'd been carrying for months. Maybe you're in sales and you groomed a hot new client to sign off on that big contract. You helped seal the deal after months of negotiating. Or how about this? After after the long term caring for your aging or your disabled loved one, you notice how you've been feeling exhausted and it really started to show. So let's say that you've been looking not only tired and worn out, but a little bit frumpy with your wardrobe selections. And so you desired to revamp your style a bit and you bought some new clothes and you got a new haircut to spice up your appearance a bit and to start taking better care of yourself. You've been skimming through magazines and self-help books to help yourself shape up on the outside to feel a tad more classy and chic, so to speak. Okay, perhaps you started to learn a new language to help you with your summer travel plans. You doled out 2000 bucks for an online course and the community to give yourself the accountability that you needed to push forward. It could be external annual reviews at your workplace where your yearly performance was evaluated. Or maybe you just wanted to stop consuming so much added sugar in your diet. Whatever you've been doing lately, whatever you set your heart to. And you know, we're just now in early February as I record this. Maybe you even had some 2023 goals or resolutions in mind. So think back on some of those and how you did. That's step one. Just bring to your mind some project goal, time investment, personal initiative, et cetera, that you've completed or accomplished fairly recently. And step two is to reflect on the results and the feelings you had after you completed those projects or events. Try to remember how you felt and try to remember if anyone said anything to you about your progress. Did anyone compliment you on your achievement? In other words, how did you feel as you became healthier and healthier? What emotions did you have after your client took your bid and hired you for the job? What did it feel like to treat yourself by putting your best foot forward with a new manicure, a few new outfits, and a fresh haircut and style? Did you enjoy being able to communicate in a foreign language? Well, asking yourself how you felt sometimes is a good place to start because it it sets the the tone for how you may receive the compliments that people may give you or the accolades or when people notice or comment on your accomplishments. Now, a few of the ways that you might have felt might have been these, like you may have felt exhilarated, proud, excited, relieved, motivated. You might have felt pretty and attractive. If your adjectives are not synonyms of the ones that I just offered, then you may be prone to discounting the negative. If you quickly dismiss your accomplishments as luck or happen chance, then you may be engaging in this very common cognitive distortion. And what's the remedy? Let's say you recognize, yeah, I don't tend to accept compliments very well, or I tend to discount all the positive, the hard work that I've been doing. What's the remedy for that? It's actually quite simple. And it boils down to one new tool you'll want to add to your emotional toolkit today so that you can move forward each day in confidence and assurance that you and your work matter. The remedy to stop discounting the positive is to start receiving compliments and positive feedback, period. You're thinking, wait, is it really that easy? And the answer is yes. 
What's tough, though, is to receive the compliments and to receive the positive feedback. That's what's hard. But we're going to learn to do that. Develop and strengthen your ability to feel comfortable with your achievements, accomplishments, and your hard work. That's our goal. It really is okay to feel proud. It's okay to feel exhilarated. It's okay to feel excited. Don't dupe yourself into acting in some kind of pseudo humility where you can never simply accept a compliment. Stop discounting the positive and shortchanging your efforts. There really is nothing, quote, humble about self degradation. When you put yourself down or discount the positive, when you do this, it may even make the person who paid you the compliment feel really uncomfortable. You know, it's called paying a compliment for a reason. Your well-meaning friend or loved one or boss, they want to make a deposit into your emotional piggy bank. Allow them to drop the coin in. Receive it. Instead of discounting the positive when you receive positive feedback or encouragement, there are so many responses you could have when your loved ones or your colleagues, your boss, when they applaud your efforts and build you up. But a word of warning, don't start with thank you and then immediately rush into discounting the positive. No more thank you buts allowed. Do you know what I'm talking about? Thank you, but mm, it was just luck. Oh, thank you so much, but uh, I don't know. I could do so much better. Or thank you, but, you know, it really wasn't my effort at all. Stop. Okay, stop doing that. Be aware of it and then position yourself to stop. And I'm going to give you four possible responses that you can say when someone simply pays you a compliment. Practice these replies, rehearse them, and then grow more and more comfortable with them. Allow them to bless your heart. That's what's happening here. Number one, simply say, thank you for noticing, or I appreciate the encouragement. Romans 15, 2 says, let each of us please his neighbor for his good to build him up. In other words, allow your family members, your friends, your colleagues, your boss, allow them to build you up and to please you in that way. That's a bit, there's a biblical precedent for that. How about this response to a compliment? Say this, you know, I've been really working hard in that area. End of story. Leave it at that. I've really been working hard in that area. Ecclesiastes 9.10 says, Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. So simply acknowledge your effort. Say, thank you. I've really been working hard in that area. Or number three, how about this? You know, it really felt good to earn that medal. And this is where you can insert one of those adjectives into your responses. It really felt exhilarating or exciting to get that degree to lose that weight or whatever the, the actual activity project or the goal you had, that completion of that. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 9.25, you got to run in such a way as to get the prize. And in 2 Timothy 2, 6 and 7, it says, hardworking farmers should be the first to enjoy the fruit of their labor. So get this brain changer. You can actually 
Express how good it makes you feel to do something. Say, thank you so much for, for that. It felt so good to get that medal or whatever. All right, frame it like that. Run to get the prize and then enjoy the fruit of your labor. And the last thing that you could say is, thank you. I've learned so much this last year and it's really paying off. Wouldn't that be a nice response when someone deposits a coin in your emotional piggy bank trying to compliment you and you just say, I've learned so much. Thank you so much. It's really starting to pay off. Proverbs 14, 23 reads like this, all hard work brings a profit. Now, what are those simple responses again? You say, thank you for noticing. I appreciate the encouragement. Thank you. I've been working really hard in that area. Thank you. It really felt amazing to earn that medal. Thank you. I've learned so much this last year and it's really paying off. Period. Remember, after you receive the compliment, say nothing else. Sit with a pause, even if it feels a bit uncomfortable. Stop discounting the positive. Take note of it and then move on. Now you're thinking, wait, no one ever compliments me. Okay, first, that's probably not true. And it's a good example of that all or nothing thinking that we're not going to do anymore, right? You can go back to episode one of this series and find out about all or nothing thinking using the words like no one or never, always, those kinds of things. You want to avoid those. But okay, let's. it's fair. Let's just say that you got good news about a project, but you didn't hear from others about your progress or this amazing accomplishment in your life. Let's say there were crickets. Nobody did say anything. So what do you do then? Will you allow your heavenly father to bring the praise to you? Another trick is that instead of discounting and all out rejecting the positive things you've done and putting yourself down, instead of not accepting a compliment or feeling good about your hard work in the absence of a compliment, you can say thank you and push the praise back to God. Remember, as a 21st century Christ follower, your aim is to do life with God and for God. He is a God who sees you. Your kind deeds, those small efforts, those big efforts, your good work do not go unnoticed by him. You can say, thank you, Lord. I've really been practicing a lot. And I'm so grateful to you that you've given me the time and energy to invest in my physical health. I love Colossians 3, 23 and 24. It reads like this. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. Listen, brain changer, start noticing how your hard work is paying off. Enjoy the fruit of your labor and never forget that God is the real boss in life. He is your CEO. Commit your way to him and trust him and he will do it. God will establish the work of your hands. Partner with him. Reorient your vision to include God in all your endeavors. You and God make a great team. You're yoked to Christ daily. Now go get him. Enjoy your life. 
Revel in how you have the privilege to serve others, to influence the kingdom, and to partner with God to become better in all areas of your life. I love you and I appreciate you so much. I couldn't thank you enough for pressing play on this episode. And I don't want you to miss the Thursday episodes too. On tap this week, this Thursday is another Psalm study. And I've got so many amazing guests on tap for you. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen. Rate and write a one to two sentence review on Apple Podcasts. Your encouragement to me goes a long way. I need you. And I'll take the th- I'll take the compliment. I'll receive it. I promise you I will. Can you drop a deposit in my heart, in my emotional piggy bank? I would absolutely love it. Send me an email at choose to think at gmail.com. And that's a number two. Choose to think at gmail.com to let me know how you're doing these days and what you'd like to hear more of on the show. I'm here for you and I'm doing life with you too. Thank you so much and God bless you. And that's a wrap, Brain Changer. And listen, if you like what you hear, would you leave us a one to two sentence review at Apple Podcasts, share the link with a friend, or tag me on your share on social media? It would mean the world to me and would help us to keep shining the light of Christ and sharing the good news to others who are in need of encouragement. Please visit us on our website at choosetothink.co. That's with the number two, choosetothink.co, to get on our monthly newsletter list. And if you need a guest speaker for your next women's retreat or church event, I'm your gal. Email me at choose to think at gmail.com. And that's with the number two, choose to think at gmail.com. Finally, I offer limited free mentoring sessions each month where you and I can chat to help you develop a strategy for your thoughts in any area of your life. I'm a certified life coach and I have something to share. Visit choose to think.co and click on mentoring for more details. Also, keep in mind that the messages on this show are for informational and educational purposes only. Please consult your medical doctor for all medical issues. Thank you again for tuning in. God bless you.